Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Hey, Dave, uh, Roe versus Wade is oh. uh, is in the news. You want to talk about abortion today? Mm, nope. Okay. So, uh, what else do we have on the agenda? Well. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about abortion either. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, too, uh, it's too heavy. So, um, let's talk about Elon buying Twitter and how everyone seems to be freaking out. Oh man, there's a lot. Of, I, there's a, you know, during COVID, I was thinking that there's a, probably a lot of maybe doctors out there that haven't had a lot of work. Well, I tell you what, they're probably busy now. There's a lot of psychiatrists uh, out there trying to help people get through this. I mean, this is like, you know, harming somebody dear to them almost. I mean, their reactions are. I was really surprised. Little, I don't know. They're not. They don't seem appropriate well, for the situation. <laughs> it just seems like everyone's. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people are freaking out because they think that this is like the end of free speech, and it's like, well, you then you haven't really talked to or you haven't really listened to what he's been saying, because I think it's the opposite of that. I think it's less of the. Um, but right, but the people that are, are freaking out about this is the end of free speech, are the ones that are trying to keep you from speaking. Your the other. From they're trying to not allow another opinion into the conversation. Yeah. So you know, I can see their panic. I guess. Yeah, I can. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I can understand it. Well, what I'm gonna have to argue a point. Well, the, did you see uh, that the federal government, the uh, was it Department of Homeland Security, is now have a um, a, a truth. What, what do they call it? Uh, oh. Truth uh, Council or something. I'll probably have to look the uh, exact term up, but you know, it's basically they they say that they're going to try and fight against disinformation. You know how that's going to go, right? <laughs> it's going to filter the, what they don't want to be heard. Yeah, it seems like it's more. Uh, I said that right. More more government coming in to tell you what is right. actually true and because they appropriate what's not appropriate because yeah, they've proven so well that oh my they gosh. did that they know stay out of everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Everything that's bad out there right now is due to our government. Yeah. Everything in the last two years, for sure. I mean, the poor suckers that are following, you know, some of the leaders, you know, that doesn't help. But it's, it's, it's a disaster out there. It really, it really is. And, and it's not just talking about gas prices. It's our food. You know, it's what it takes to grow our food. You know, um, you know there's odd, but, you know, there's all these... Um, you know, food distribution centers going up in flames lately that nobody wants to talk about. Everybody oh, yeah? Else, everybody else wants to talk about, you know, uh, Johnny Depp and <laughs> and his situation <laughs> and not talk about why are all these buildings all of a sudden going up? It's kind of bizarre. I've uh, seen a lot of empty shelves. I haven't heard of buildings going up. Yeah, I should look into that. I, yeah. think, I think Tucker might have even covered it once. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's it's there's a lot of things going on out there, and and especially if you're focused on just a couple of, I don't want to just call them topics, but things that are that bother you a lot, you're forgetting all this other stuff that's getting passed up or passed through us, and and well, it's, it's a lot of twinkling lights and and things to distract us and figure oh out man, where's really our attention going to go. It really is. It's, yeah. Well, I, I thought it was interesting how, you know, so much of uh, so much of the last couple of years with with COVID, there's been so much more emphasis put on what is uh, truth, what's um, you know, what's what's fake fake news, and um, you know, originally it was really all about Trump and and the the things that that folks were saying that he was doing or not doing, right. 
and and his his big catchphrase was you know it's fake news and then once he was out of office then it sort of flipped and now it's the other side saying fake news right. and and disinformation misinformation uh lies mistruths i mean there's so many different terms to to describe it but now we've got government saying no we need to establish some organization that's going to say whether something is true or not. And I'm right. like, government should be like the last place to how, how look Facebook's, for something for how honesty. How has Facebook been doing it lately? You know, pretty good. You know, all the fact checkers, you know, <laughs> they're terrible. Yeah. So I, I well, if, if Twitter is, is going to be a, a place that, that, you know, is supposedly the, the, the town square where people get to have some sort of conversation and dialogue, yeah. then let's let the people in the town square figure out what's what's true or not and let's not have someone come in and say nope we're going to uh, establish this and ban this conversation this topic can't talk about this mm-hmm. or start labeling it this is too violent to be you know might be violent for you or to some for some viewers or something mm-hmm. you know it's weird how they start labeling things you know how, and it's really just a commercial you know and it's like you guys are just making stuff up to make give you and make people have an impression before they watch it mm-hmm. or, yeah what do you think what do you think the the impact of this might be for other platforms like youtube do you think it, that is going to change do you think having um I, I, a, a freer twitter is going to influence youtube and others to if, be a freer platform if it shows um a business success yes mm-hmm. if business-wise Okay. But I don't see anything changing for that to make it more centered, um, you know, uh, yeah. so it's more balanced of, you know, being able to have uh, more more speech or more freedom of speech. Anyways, um, I think it would take somebody to come in and actually change it like what Elon has done. I don't think I don't think it's just going to happen naturally unless it's for some huge economical reason. Yeah. But well, it is business, so yeah. So I, I think you're right. There have to be some, some influence. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. these guys are skyrocketing. Uh, well, we better, we better relax on this. We better stop doing this. We need to start bringing it back to the way it was. And you know, maybe that would be a push for them to do that. And that's the only one I could think of voluntarily. Yeah. Or you know, for them to voluntarily decide, other than somebody to decide to come in and go, I'm going to buy it and switch it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I don't uh, well so our our podcast really isn't that controversial. I mean we don't say stuff that's too crazy. I don't think. <laughs> I mean we don't have a, a huge following but our our content on YouTube has never been flagged for any of these, you know, misinformation um you know flaggings. Um one of the one of our fellow podcasters Robbie at out of the blank uh his his podcast has been like conversational and he got through, I think it was like a thousand episodes, took a little time off, came back and started pursuing um, guests that have a real like niche for specific topics. Yeah. Like he had some controversial ones that Joe Rogan had on his show uh, talking about COVID and mask wearing and um, this misinformation, disinformation sort of stuff. And he's now had to move his podcast, the majority of these recent episodes, only onto Spotify because YouTube will give him a strike and take the content down. 
And I'm, I'm kind of curious if, if we're going to continue to see people making those decisions to move their content to some other platform. Yep. Um, I think it'd be wise of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it'd be nice to be able to go, you know, use their platforms and not have it so one-sided or you not, you not be able to express yourself or talk about things anymore or be funny, mm-hmm. you know, let people just turn the page or move along or, you know, put a thumbs down on it if you don't like it, but have the right to put stupid stuff on there, yeah. you know, other than violent, you know, restrict age restricted stuff, you know. Well, and Rumble is out there and Vimeo and some other other platforms for, for content that I don't think has the same, they, you know, they definitely don't have the same reach that, that YouTube has, but, you know, I think their platform might be a little bit more open to some of these things. So, well, if that's the way that people are, you know, leaving to go to, that'll, you know, that'll help persuade them to, you know, stop interfering with our freedom of speech. Yeah. So we've talked a little bit about, like in our last show, we were talking about the social dilemma mm-hmm. and how people are kind of like locked into their devices and not wanting to put it down and that sort of thing. And, um, and so many people are getting this, uh, this dopamine hit because they're getting alerted by people commenting and interacting with whoever they right. are on online. And I, I'm curious about if, if Elon Musk is going to take over Twitter and make it more free speech oriented if you're going if you're going to see more people saying more controversial stuff to get more of that reaction reaction good or bad good or, being, yeah being, good or, getting attention yeah 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 exactly i'm kind of curious if that's actually going to happen like people are going to feel more free to say, to you know say the opposite opinion yeah like like they're just going to screw with people more I, I mean, I don't know if that's actually going to happen. I mean, I don't know what their algorithms do for, like, curating and, and posting, you know, for Twitter tweets in front of your eyes. But if people have more freedom to totally, like, screw with each other, do you think that that is going to grow? With Pro- this thing? Probably. I mean, yeah. I mean, why not? If... Right now, I know there's a lot of things, including myself, where I'm like, eh, you know, I might want to comment and go, you know, I'm not trying to stir the pot. But, you know, the other thing is, is that there needs to be that comment out there, you know. So, um, but yeah. um, I think on the bigger topics, though, right? Oh, yeah. I think I think it would give the freedom for people to be able to speak out a little bit more about the other side. Mm -hmm. Maybe 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 spark some actual debates and conversation you don't have to hate everybody because you don't see eye to eye on everything mm-hmm. so i don't know I'd like, i think i think it's a good thing all around so mm-hmm. i think it'll benefit mm-hmm. yeah well we'll see how things kind of how they kind of play out because i i do think that we, we <laughs> twitter is massive and i think we do need different people in positions and you know that he's going to clean house a bit when he comes in yeah you would i, think, I would hope he does well it sounds like it's already happened, you know, voluntarily, like people are leaving or freaking out. And mm-hmm. I think all the tears will <laughs> rinse them clean. <laughs> you know. Well, and a lot of folks, as they got the news, they started saying a lot of negative things about him. Just, and... just when he was, when he bought, you know, that stock, mm-hmm. 
They were freaking out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, before he even Be, bought him uh, out. Maybe being on the board. <laughs> yeah. No, no, not even buying him out. They were freaking out. So, yeah, yeah now I, I don't even know. I'm sure some of them lost consciousness when they heard. Mm-hmm. Had to have yeah. panicked. I'm curious about the other uh, social media companies, though. Like Facebook, the new ones, especially like uh, Trump's Truth Social, uh, Getter, Parler. We're on Getter and Parler. And the the level of of interactions that i have on on those platforms i think are more mild twitter there's just so much like hate back and forth is it yeah i, I don't use it so i'm fortunate there yeah well i'm kind of curious if this is going to impact the 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 population who have migrated to these other platforms mm. because they were so tired of twitter you know banning them or not uh putting out their content like that should yeah because um, they're, you know, Parler was totally shut down for a while. I mean, right? they, yeah. they they were blamed for for the insurrection. Y- yeah, the <laughs> insurrection. Um, I I just kind of I, I just thought, well, it's so w- weird because yes, there were way more people in on Twitter who were commenting negatively yeah. about that particular event. I, I don't know why Twitter and and Facebook, all those others, don't get you know, taken down for their push of the Russia hoax. Yeah, and that Steele dossier. Yeah, Mm -hmm. they pushed all that stuff. Well, now it's a Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, A lot of that stuff. (laughs) Which, by the way, go back and and look through our archives. We we have an episode on Hunter Biden's laptop. And I think it's actually pretty good. It is pretty good, but... I think it's gotten even deeper since then. <laughs> I think well, more stuff has been has come out, but also more stuff has been verified to be true. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the whole point. All these people that have started using you mentioned like fake news. Now the other side are using it. Now they're when the truth literally comes out, they call it disinformation and fake news. <laughs> yeah, and so now it's it's uh, it's unfortunate because it confuses the population that deserve to know what really happened and let us decide whether it's good or bad. Do you know how, like, they define disinformation versus misinformation? Mis... What is it? One of them is on purpose and one of them was an accident? Yeah, I think I think disinformation is, is more on, on purpose. Like, it would be like, uh, you know, Russia coming in and, and creating some sort of propaganda thing to uh, steer the population into believing or doing something... Yeah. Um, by whatever information they're providing. But I, I don't see... I think those two folks kind of get mixed up because some people say that it's disinformation, but then they have no proof that it, that, that was done on purpose. Right. You know, there's a lot of... It's easy to spread misinformation because it's what everything is. Well, yeah, well, because no one really spends time to really vet it. Right. I mean, who has the time to vet right. everything? Right, right. Yep, usually whenever you have time to to go through one issue or topic, you'll find it to be not exactly accurate. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> it reminds me of the uh, the Giants episode we did. Oh. <laughs> we were just like, I was so excited to, to like learn about you know, historical Giants, and, and you were too. And... Yeah, I was. <laughs> and now we just have a bunch of big men running yeah, around. Yeah, that's right. They're all in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't know if uh, the disinformation thing, I don't know that um, unless people are empowered to do the research on their own and, and, and maybe find some reliable sources that, that they, where they vet things a lot more than, than other, then I, I don't see 
I mean, a government entity coming in and trying to provide some uh-huh. sort of guidance yeah, is not yeah, going to we'll, we'll be good. Yeah, we'll go that route because that's what they were spreading is their BS. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, we'll trust. Yeah, we'll get it, the BS straight from the source. But if it's misinformation, I would imagine if it's, you know, if there's enough people within the conversation from different sides that the misinformation would sort of get vetted out. It would, yeah. But I don't, unfortunately, the way a lot of this stuff works is that you start moving more and more into your little subgroup and that subgroup might be your only source of information. And so that misinformation never gets challenged by anything from right. outside the that's group. Right. So yeah. I don't know if that's ever going to change unless, especially now nowadays. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless the algorithms change and, and you know, the stuff that's curated for you based on your preferences or your desires or interests, Unless that stuff changes and allows for a different side to come in, I don't see. We're just probably going to get more and more into that tribalistic yep. thing. We'll never get out of it. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, hey, what do you, I mean, I have an issue with aging and getting older. Yeah. Uh, have you thought about your bucket list? Yeah. Yep. I sure have. Ain't nothing in it. <laughs> Uh, nothing in it? Nothing in it. You don't spend much time thinking about stuff you want to accomplish before you die? I feel like I'm doing those things right now. Um, really? What I, what I, I guess what I want, my bucket list has always been I want to build a house and build things and, and, um, in hopes that it's going to be a place where I could retire and be able to put my feet up and, and go enjoy the things that I, enjoy building so um mm-hmm. so i've always wanted to be able to build a house you know one that suits maybe it's not the best for a bunch of people to come over and hang out but there's it's a perfect house for our family mm-hmm. and uh you know or for long stayovers i should say you know but for our family it's pretty works well and then we wanted to have a place that we could go build things and have a room to have the tools to you know, let our imagination and to grow and have things when we get older to think around on. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just uh, always always a good thing for me to be able to build and create. And uh, but you don't have anything like major that you. I mean, in terms of you know, you created a place to actually build things. Now, what's on your list that you could talk about that you want to build? Well, you know, I already got a shooting range. Yeah, I know, I know. No, so here's the <laughs> no, thing. For, I know. Most for those of you who are listening, um, Dave is one of these people who, like, when he decides he's going to do something, he pursues it, and he, he, and he does it. Uh, there are a lot of people in this world who don't do, they don't work towards the things that they've established they want to do. Uh, you happen to be an exception to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I... Yeah, thank you. I, I try to get some stuff done, and Amy was like, I don't, my wife, and she's like, I don't, I don't know how that's going to happen, blah, 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 blah. I don't, uh, you're, or, and she was never really down on me. She never said, like, you're never going to make that happen. But <laughs> but she had to literally you know, put her hands up, go, okay, just pull me along. Uh, mm-hmm. She had to put some faith in me. But So we've, we've taken some leaps and bounds. It was all for the good, you know. But, I mean, I trip once in a while. But, but. I know a lot of people want to travel. A lot of people want to go see certain sites. They want to, you know, 
uh, skydive at least once, get certain feelings and stuff. And yes, there's a couple places I would love to go at one or one one time or another in my life, but um, my bucket list is really truly just finding a is I'm kind of living it by building stuff I like to build and creating things and and be able to sit down and live a long life mm-hmm. and put my feet up and enjoy it. This is, is my hope. That'd be my real bucket list is be able to enjoy what I'm building. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm not that inv- adventurous anymore. So, yeah, I mean, of course, I'd always wanted to go to, you know, Fiji or wherever it's at, where they have those huts that are out in the ocean. Yeah, overlooking the clear floor. But I want to go do nothing. I want to go relax <laughs> and take it all in, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm not very exciting. My wife's bucket list is very full, and she has a lot of aspirations, and I do help her get to go do those. So um, I think, you know, over time, maybe your desire is to do different things, you know, probably changes that you would never have thought you would have wanted to do. You know, this is, is going to sound so corny. So I will have to say, probably on my bucket list is to be, um, to not have a broken family. Oh, okay. You know, not try not to try not to get my ass divorced. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta be good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be really nice to be able to, you know, break a little bit of a cycle and mm-hmm. and dive with the one that you, you know, you gave your vows. Yeah, the one to, that you chose you to love. be with. So, so far, so good. I've kind of you know tripped along the way here. Got my ass kicked a few times, <laughs> but she still takes me. Yeah, no. yeah. I think you guys are you guys are, are very well matched. Well, uh, oh, that's insulting her a little bit. Well, but. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it always cracks me up on on you know when she calls you out on 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 stuff and everything and in the uh, the sense of humor that you guys share. I think that's a that's a really important one. It's what keeps the violence um, down. Yeah, <laughs> it's it funny. Um, my wife and I we don't share like the same uh, sense of humor, but we understand each other's sense of humor, and that can be funny. Um, it was funny this morning. I I'm kind of a dad joke kind of guy. I just like corny stuff. Um, I'm sarcastic and. But uh, my wife was, she was so excited. She wants to take um, our daughter and I to this, like, you know, like, uh, animal sanctuary petting zoo type of thing. Like, she wants... She wants to go hunting. Yeah, my daughter likes to... <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my daughter likes to... She likes animals. Yeah. And so we've gone to a few different things. But there's, like... You know, there's like these zoos where they're, they allow you to go and actually yeah. hang out with the animals yeah. and that sort of thing. And she's... Like a glorified petting zoo. Yeah, yeah. And and she was telling me about this this place this morning and she's like she's like, Yeah, I got a, a friend who who found um found this this the zoo where you know kids can come and play and and uh said something that it's like, yeah, it's a discovery zoo or whatever and, oh. and she didn't even know that it existed. I'm and I so I made the joke appropriately, Oh, she must have recently discovered it. <laughs> And she's just like, you know, because that's a that's a lame dad joke. But I laughed at my own joke, and she's like, "Well, I'm not going to laugh at that because that's not funny." <laughs> and, and of course, then we get a laugh out of it because our our sense of humor, what we think is funny, contradicts each other. But then when it meets in the middle, <laughs> then we laugh funny. at it. Yeah. <laughs> well, sixty years ago, what was funny? Yeah, but I think you know the having having a relationship you know that lasts yeah. um, and and break the cycle. You know, I come from a family of divorced parents, and yeah. and um, you know, I, if you go down further lines, there are you know 
parents that were not together with their original, you know, spouse or like my dear grandmother, love her to death. She's on her like fifth husband now, <laughs> mainly because she's outlived them all. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think she that's a good one. She still go get a man every time. Yeah, yeah. Damn yeah. girl's got game. Yeah, she does. <laughs> but you know, I I agree. I think that that's a good that's a good bucket list item. I wish more people in this world would have that that yeah. that thing. Is you know, stick with their spouse and and build a relationship through the years so that that's they don't end up. You know. When yeah. people are in a room, they're like, yeah, I've been married for 14 years. I'm like, holy crap, that's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I've been married 20. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, bless you, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. It's no, not easy. But it's so far, it's always worked. Yeah. Always worth it. Been worth it coming out of what a lot of little, a lot of times, you know, people get in these little arguments and and maybe some people don't want to be the right one or want, don't want to be the wrong one or had the wrong information and he's and so much pride gets in the way where you can't grow or get away from that conversation mm-hmm. you know and it's it's too bad because you know they're going to upset you just they're human beings you can't expect perfection you know yeah. just because you married him now they have to be the exact certain way <clears throat> yeah but I don't but think it's so many little things that can ruin a marriage. Yeah, I think getting complacent and not realizing when there's a little problem that you need to work on fixing it. Otherwise, it kind of gets worse and worse, and then you find yourself a few years later and realizing that you don't want to be together anymore. Uh, right, you know, or if you're like you me, if you're like me, you just you just don't have problems. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing to fix, nothing no, to work on. No. I'm freaking just yeah. spot on. Yeah, when you look in the mirror, it's just it's so bright with greatness that it's hard oh, to look it at spills out on everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all day long all day long oh man well, no but what about you what's i my my bucket list is uh it it, it kind of changes there's one that's been uh, one item that's been pretty consistent and i'm i'm gonna drag you into it which is i want to i want to hike the pacific crest trails um it, the pacific crest trail runs from Canada to um, Mexico, but I only want to do the Oregon portion of it. And it's like only 600 yards, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the I thing. I could do 600 I, yards. I will never, I will never have enough time and I don't anticipate making enough time to do that entire trip in, in one, at, at one time. Right. I, I just want to break it up. I want to enjoy it. I, I'm not into, you know, going out and torturing myself for weeks at a time. I, I want to enjoy the process, and so I'm thinking, you know, breaking it up into, you know, a few days at a time, maybe, you know, maybe upwards of a week tops, mm-hmm. but not doing it more than that, and then not trying to cover so many miles that it becomes miserable. I want it to be, I mean, it's already going to be challenging, but I don't want it to be something that I look back on and, and I, I realize that, you know, it was really more work than it was worth <laughs> Because <laughs> I do like. The by the outdoors. time we do it, we'll be like, "Listen, for our retirement party, this is what you are going to go do." <laughs> I think. Uh, I think we with with how our our job vacation times work. I think we could probably squeeze out a few uh, a few segments. You know, every you know couple of years to hey, to be able to uh, work through the uh, the length of it. If we could pick some spots that I could get internet, I might be able to like be able to work through those times. <laughs> Uh, by that time, the the um, the Elon Musk, uh, what 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 link is that? What do they call that? The uh, it's like satellite internet. We'll get it from anywhere. I can't remember what he calls it. I can't remember either. Yeah, but I think 
for me, it's getting away from all of the busyness of regular life and just going for a walk and right. enjoying nature. And, you know, I, I enjoy being away, you know, away from all of the crazy people out there. You know, believe it or not, I'm not a big fan of a lot of people. <laughs> really? I don't <laughs> really. I don't like crowds. And to me, getting away into nature is a good way to yeah. uh, simplify life a little bit. Yeah. And uh, and that's so that's a big one on, on my list. It, I would recommend <laughs> starting doing the last leg of it. So when you're done, you could say you did the whole thing, <laughs> or you didn't. You know, oh yeah, oh yeah, we just finished. That was about three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three month long hike. Yeah, long one. Uh, I'll get I'll get video and and pictures and stuff. I'll probably document it, but not like uh, you know. I'm not gonna make like what's the uh, what's the Reese Witherspoon uh, oh. movie? She does she does the Pacific Crest, Crest Trail. That's and, right. Uh, it, yeah, that was a big one. I I don't want it to be like that. I don't want yeah. it to be that meaningful. <laughs> <laughs> um, other stuff though, I I would like to travel. Um, I, there's a few places that I like to go. I still like to go to uh, Ireland. I wanted to travel around that that big old island and check out, you know how, you know some of the like little castles and maybe and, maybe we should bump my wife didn't get a go, maybe we should bombard her her uh Ireland her trip trip <laughs> yeah well and I, I have a I have a friend that that lives in Ireland and he's he he offered to you know have a place to stay and and drive me around a little bit and I just kind of think. Eventually, I gotta, I gotta make it. So there's a lot of neat, you know, Irish culture that I, I'm interested in. And, yeah. But uh, there's a lot of places like my daughter was talking to me about going to Japan, and and I was just like, I, I want to go someplace where it's not, it's not so foreign. Like I want to be able to, uh, you know, the language enough to get around yeah. and and read the language. <laughs> It would be helpful. Yeah, be able to talk to people in English and and get around where I need to go. But I'm not, I'm not, my bucket list are not like crazy things. I was watching Dude Perfect on YouTube. You familiar with these guys? Mm, I've heard of them. So Dude Perfect, it's a group of guys that have been friends since they were kids. Went through their, you know, like college years and and stuff. And they started having like these little challenges where they'd, you know, trick shots and, you know, Fun stuff that, yeah. that dudes do, and they they've kind of grown this YouTube following to you know millions and millions and millions of people, and now they have like a traveling show where they create these challenges and then they try and beat each other or whatever. Sure. Well, one of the, the one of the videos that they did was kind of like a bucket list thing where they went to Africa, they went to South Africa, and they went to other parts of Africa where they could see lions and and things out in the safari and. They did, one of them was doing a paragliding, Mm -hmm. which I thought was a really cool thing. I have never uh, flown in a helicopter, and I've got this fascination with flying, and I would love to have an ultralight and fly an ultralight. I used to want one of those, too. I think we used to talk about it when we were younger. Mm -hmm. And And so that is on my bucket list. I would like to fly an ultralight. And there's a a few different styles of of ultralight aircraft, but that's another one I'd, I'd like to do. And I kind of feel like that's not a super dangerous. I mean, if the conditions are right, it's not a super dangerous thing to do. 
sometimes I think about flying in like a Cessna or some some other light aircraft that would be <laughs> kind of scary because right. there's so many accidents on on those type of things. I know. I have a, I have a friend that has I guess he has his pilot's license for like forty years or something, and he uh, he's working on a plane right now, um, like rebuilding it, and he's excited about flying it again. But I I. I don't know. There's something about flight and just the escape. It's similar to the Pacific Crest Trail where it's just like get away from the right. busyness. And I think an ultralight would be one of those things. Yeah, I agree. I always thought that would be badass. We got, we seen one of those, I don't remember what they would call them, but it's, 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 just, it's essentially like a propeller on his back. Yeah. And he has a parachute on. Mm-hmm. And he was just flying around over our house. I was like, yeah, I've seen some of those guys. You know, if something bad happens, well, hell, at least he has a parachute. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I that's think a win. I think sometimes they have that uh, a secondary like shoot system as well. So you in case that. something, yeah, right. something does happen. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like to, you know, like sit on top of a blender. You know, having that <laughs> propeller right behind you, I'm like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. it has to spin pretty fast. But still, how yeah. cool. Is that a paraglide? No, that's not a paraglide. It's a yeah. mo. Hmm, I'll have to look that up. I know we couldn't think of it. We yeah. think of what the heck that was called? But yeah. but I feel like it was so much noisier than even a within even a um, ultralight. You know, mm-hmm. anything with like a propeller seems of, to be loud. Yeah, it seems like it took away some of the you know uh, serenity of it. Have you been in a um, like a hot air balloon? Nope. No? Any desire to go in a hot air balloon? I used to want to do all of that stuff, and now not anymore. I don't know what year it was, but there was something that changed in me where I used to want to hang glide. I wanted, I wanted to do uh, para, parasailing. parasailing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do um, windsurfing and so many things. And then kite surfing came out. I'm like, no, I'm going to do that. And then I have no idea now. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with it. I can something, understand something that. Something about control, I think. I don't know. I think for me, it's the physical aspect of it. I'm not, when I was a kid, I was much more adventurous and wanted to do more physical stuff. I I like to be comfortable. (laughs) You know, you're talking about your bucket list of getting, you know, as you get older to build stuff and then be able to kick back, go to Fiji and just sit there. (laughs) You'll have to get there. Yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of like that same. I I like to go and relax. I do like exploring, but if it's like a real physical thing anymore, I'm not. As interested in doing it. Yeah. I'm a lazy ass, but I'm so busy all the time. Mm-hmm. So it makes me feel like I'm a lazy ass and worthless when I decide to sit on the couch and take in a show with my wife or something. I'm like, you know, I could have been out there working for another hour instead, you know, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I got to, I got to balance better. And that means relax more. One of, uh, one of my early bucket list items was I wanted to be, a mayor of a small town. Really? Yeah. Well, well, you better get a damn small town. I, I was thinking about building one myself. <laughs> I started off with a cult, and then... Uh, hey, I'll get you a cult together. <laughs> I'll yeah. get that started up for you right away. Yeah, I'll go find, you know, 100 acres out in the middle of nowhere. And... Let's do it! <laughs> yeah, we'll start it uh, I'll keep some shit in line. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I, I just thought, you know, it's kind of a neat idea to be like you know a small town mayor and you know walk through town and people know oh that's the mayor 
hey, kids, that's the mayor. Let's go get a picture. Yeah, they're going to be like, that's something, bitch. You ain't done nothing for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like a good thing, but then it seems like, you know, you'll have a third of them that like you, then two-thirds of them hate you just because you're the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I wonder if I could get, like, a dictatorship going instead. Oh, that's a for sure Just thing. be called the mayor. Just be called. You know? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just think small town mayor probably doesn't have as many responsibilities and expectations, and you know you just walk down the street and oh, that's the mayor. That sounds pretty cool to me. Yeah, I think that would be kind of good. Mm-hmm. I think I could dig it. So let me ask you about um uh, uh, something else. You are a gun guy. Oh, and is that right? I guess maybe. Yeah, I you like, are I like a couple of them. Yeah, you have quite the collection. It's it's pretty awesome. Uh, is there a and it doesn't even have to be a weapon, but is there an item that you would want? Could be a vehicle. I don't know. Something, so an item that you would want to have that you could enjoy before it's all over. <laughs> You're thinking through all of your gun lists in your head, aren't you? I did, and then I went to a swimming pool. Swimming pool? <laughs> what? Something I could have? No. Because... <clears throat> Because I feel bad, because I know there's a handful of things I like or want, mm-hmm. and I'll do nothing with them. You know, uh, there's a couple of guns I love, and I don't get to go shoot them very much, but I love putting them together and, and um, going, oh, that's right. That's perfect right there. Mm-hmm. But um, so, yeah, there's a couple of, like, I have a bucket list for my guns of guns I want to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Like what? Well, you know. Is so, it was a bazooka one of them? No, believe oh. it or not. If I could get the ammo, I'd take one of them things. Uh, no. Um, so I've always wanted a Mini 14, stainless steel, preferably and with a side float folder, mm-hmm. the A team gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> the, the, this is the classical. Um, um, machine gun in uh, A Team yeah. that never killed a single person. Never, never. <laughs> I think they took more people out with heads of lettuce. <laughs> I think but, all the explosions and all the shrapnel from uh, you know the gravel nearby probably hurt more people than their bullets. I, I would agree with you mm-hmm. on that too. Mm-hmm. But so the, and and but believe it or not, that's a fantastic gun. Is it? Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, huh. yep. Yeah. Uh, Ruger Mini Fourteen. This is just and that's that, what Hannibal, just has a. That's what Hannibal always had. With him, and I guess face. He, I want to say, not all of them used. No, but the, uh, it seems like there's always a couple of them. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but so that's what I always had. In fact, I told my wife, you know, if I get a, the new position, I might want to, you know, hook myself up with a little present. You know, and she goes, I bought a jacket. She goes, you bought a jacket. <laughs> I'm like, oh crap! I said I wanted. Oh. But that was before, so she should have let me buy the jacket yeah. before. I got got a new position, but anyways, what would the cost of that thing be? Well, it's unfortunate because it's gone up, but it's in between thirteen hundred and three thousand bucks. Oh, okay, it's not too bad. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, the grand scheme of things, it's not like going out and buying a, a classic Corvette or you know buying a Ferrari or you know, Lam- know. Lamborghini Countach. I, I there's there's something I have always wanted to do is they have this uh, you know an ambulance. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not like the van ambulance that you know, but it's it's like a bo- like from Cannonball Run. No, not like that. <laughs> so, but it's a box ambulance mm-hmm. with a van front on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways, 
I want to jack one of those up and make it four by four and make one of those a bug out vehicle because it has a lot of cabinets, a lot of places to do what I, you know, sure, a cool gun, gun, gun truck. So that's something I've, I thought about doing and I didn't, I, I had the money to do it, but I was like, I don't know. And I got, I got wimped out because it's quite a project. That would be, yeah. Um, but I mean, how often would you, would you be able to? Like take it out and use it. Well, see, that's the thing is, I wouldn't. You just enjoy the project, putting it together. That's right. And, yeah. That, uh, I mean, would I take it out once in a while? Sure. You know, I had, I wanted my I had a Land Rover Defender, and I loved that thing, and and I wouldn't take it out. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't drive it that much. You know, um, when because it's amazing off road, and when the the roads were really bad when that thing is the best i'm like i'm not taking that i don't want to ruin that thing <laughs> even though it would be the best that would be yeah so <clears throat> so i don't know that's why i try to be realistic i know that there's uh well i know there's always a couple other guns but you know but still it's i, I just like guns mm-hmm. i mean that's kind of have to narrow it down you know at my age i can't have so many hobbies i don't even get to play my video games anymore uh, I used to love yeah. playing video games, and now I just do not have time. To be honest with you, I know I spend a ton of time uh, working on the shop out there, mm-hmm. but um, so I know when that gets done, we're going to be having some relaxing times, but more relaxing times. But Is not that... tons, not where you're bored all the time. I've right. seen you bored. It's not pretty. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I end up coming up with stuff to build. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I have some backup plans just in case I get really bored, which I don't want to do it anymore. I won't want to do it. And my, my main goal is to pay off the house in less than 15 years and um, mm-hmm. plan on just get ready to retire and hopefully kick it around here. If not, we could sell here and do okay somewhere else. So, and, and retire early. I, I've thought about... You know, I I coach a lot, especially in the springtime. I I'm out a lot. I mean, I was just telling you last last night. Um, I was at a track meet. And we were setting up home track meet nine a.m. until I didn't leave until like ten thirty, and it was just stormy, rainy. I mean, the weather has been horrible this this spring for for us for for certain, and it's just exhausting. And it doesn't allow me to do the creativity pieces that I want. You know, I I really enjoy doing not prep for podcasts and you know the the behind the scenes stuff for the podcast and I also do stuff for my my coaching channel and that creativity is something that that kind of fuels me you know it makes me look forward to the the next day yeah. but sometimes you get locked into just the busyness and then you lose those creative juices and I think that in retirement is really important. Yeah. Looking at my dad and, and what he does, he's a square dance kind of guy. He likes to do his square dancing things, but doesn't, doesn't get an opportunity to do it because of COVID. And a lot of people have been shutting stuff down or, or they're super nervous about coming back to square right. dancing. Cause it's an old, older population, but I don't see a lot of the other, uh, creativity for him in retirement. And I'd like to see him, get you know busy doing the things that i remember him enjoying when i was a kid one of the things that i thought my dad would would eventually have in retirement was like a big shop to work on cars because he's a car guy he He loves working on cars 
at least he used to work love to work on cars. Now I think we found out he worked on cars because he had to. That's that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, he uh he took he took producer E over and said, uh, hey, I'm gonna need your skinny arms <laughs> because that's great. Because you know, like when I was a kid, sure I could reach in and, and adjust things and he just described to me what I needed to do yeah. and, I, and I'd help him out and uh yeah, I'm too busy to do that. So so Ethan is now <laughs> he gets well, to good. go over there and, and help uh help grandpa out. But it's it's funny because I thought that my dad would have classic cars in a big garage and he'd be tinkering and you know, doing like kit cars and that sort of thing. And uh and that's not how life has turned out. And I'm not even sure he has much desire to do that. Right. And I know. I... And, and that makes me wonder about how as we get older, what our desires to do things. What are you planning be? for? What are you mm-hmm. going to, yeah, I, I, I really like to be able to sit, sit out here and take in the scenery a little bit. I love to be able to sit out and have a little, little fire pit and just relax and take it in. Yeah. I, I like doing things outdoors more and relaxing. I, we're really busy people. So when, when I think when I, try to plan for my retirement. My goal is to have a nice deck with a pool. And that's what I get to be is come out and go do my, do whatever I want to do to have the most relaxing times I could get. (laughs) But then, you know, you can't spend all of your time doing it, right? Okay. I guess maybe you can. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so, so appealing right now that I, it seems like I could, you know, but that's the good thing mm-hmm. is, is I could go swimming and then I could say, you know what? Now I'm going to go do some other inventions and build some stuff in the shop. Mm-hmm. Or I could come in the house and, and I could make my lawn nice, have time to make my lawn nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those of you who are watching us on YouTube, I, I want you to put some comments on what your bucket lists are. Yeah. Because I'd be curious to read through that and see if maybe I can find some new items to put on my bucket list. <laughs> well, you know, like I said, everybody's is different. And my wife, while I'd be sitting here chilling at home, you know, she's going to want to go places. Some, th- some of the places I'll go with her, of course. But, you know, the frequency of things she wants to do, or the frequency of the places she wants to go to see are, is a lot more than me mm-hmm. than I want to go. So um, Now, what is it about travel that doesn't interest you? Is it the people? Uh, <laughs> That's it for me. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, it, it's bothersome. Everything's hectic and crazy. And, and, I, and when I want to go to a vacation, it's when I'm trying to relax. And it's always a, even more of a buildup before you even get to the place to hopefully relax. And mm-hmm. so it's usually fun, you know, um, or excuse me, not fun for me to travel. It's, it's, it's a, so far... Usually, I could say, um, whenever I go do, whenever I do travel, I go, okay, that was worth it. But mm. it's still really hard to to maneuver. I don't like it. Do you, so those trips that you've taken, you've been to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. You like Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Is that one of those things where it's like, I don't really want to go, but then you go and you realize, oh, this is, I like, I like this. I was nervous to go just because the ner- being nervous to go. I don't mind flying and stuff, but. Um, my wife had to lie to me a few times just to get me to go do some 
white water rafting. You know, was it like an eight-hour oh. water rafting the first time I went? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because she knows I don't take things very easily. I'm I'm hard to plan for because I'm going to go. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> so she had to lie about that one to get me there, and that was great. I'm glad I did it, and we've done it. A dozen times after that, we time. yeah, my wife and I went with you yeah. guys, and uh, I had a blast. I, 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 I've been rafting, I think maybe maybe two or three times, and uh, and that was the most enjoyment I've had. Yeah. doing it. I, I mean, it was just a fun group to go with, and and the the guides were 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 more fun. And and this was in, um, gosh, what part of Oregon is this? Uh, uh... <laughs> It just left my brain. Well, I know it's in, it was the, the Deschutes. Yeah, the Deschutes River. Um, hot springs or warm springs over there. Yeah, it's north of uh, warm springs. It'll come to me. Um, in fact, there's a reality show on the river and exact place that we went. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Jenny found it on you know Discovery or oh. some. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a short season, but it you know we watched it and I was like, oh well. We went to those places. We rode in those rafts down those rapids and experienced those things. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. There's some scary times too, but man, it's fun. I mean, if you mess up, you can have a bad day. Yeah. I didn't get thrown in the water, I don't think. I don't know. I can't remember either. Uh, I know we had a couple people fall out in the ones. This is years prior. Uh, and I can't remember what it's really called, but mm-hmm. it's like a meat grinder. And it's one of the worst mm-hmm. ones. And when we come up out of the 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 rapid, we're all celebrating. Woohoo! We look back. Where's Chris? <laughs> Where's Chris? And he's still like circling around in the in the rapid. And we're like, oh, mm-hmm. not the plate, not the one. It's you know when they say this is not the one you want to fall out in, and then you fall out, and, it, and there's a little bit of panic, I imagine. But no, I mean, I don't know. I've I've done a lot of cool things. I, I just. I just don't adventure much anymore. Yeah. Um, I like to go kayaking, not, not whitewater kayaking, but I like to kayak. I'd like to go camping in, because we've talked about this, going and just, you know, setting up the kayaks and then packing up and going yep. and uh, camping out someplace yep. around the lake or whatever. And I would love to say I could do it. I would love to do it this year, but by the time I get done with everything, it's the summer's going to be over. Yeah. Yeah, I can already see it coming. Already. I I know, I know. It's time is not right. I wouldn't recalibrate it because I don't think it's right. Yeah, I did find it mopping, mopping, mopping Oregon. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I I, I enjoy doing doing that kind of stuff. Uh, it's a different uh, way of life in mopping for these uh, seasonal you know river rafting uh, places, but uh, it's it's definitely it's worth it. Yep. If, if you enjoy a little bit of danger. Um, and some hard work because it is hard to to do all the paddling. Oh, yeah. You know, they uh, the guide yells at you to to do stuff, and and you there's like this. Perform. Yeah, you better <laughs> because if you don't, uh, yeah, if if there's, there's not a group effort, you may end up getting stuck in some uh, uh, place that you don't want to be stuck. Yep, we've yeah, absolutely. We've had sometimes uh, some close calls for sure. And and then depending on what you want to do and how hard you want to work, there's some fun tricks you could do mm-hmm. that you have to paddle upstream. Okay, so that was one of the m- most interesting things for me is there's this ability as you go down the river to catch one of these, I don't know if it's an eddy, but you can catch this very odd upriver 
stream of water. So all the water's going downstream, but there's a place behind the rapids that sucks you back upstream. Right. If you paddle up behind a rock, mm-hmm. a certain rock, and how it, and, you, and the front of your boat will fill in just a little bit. And, but you got to paddle your butt off to get it there and be, find there's a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And when you get there, you can actually stop paddling. And you, it, we call it, what, it ride the rapids or surf the rapids or whatever. But, and it'll sit there and hold your spot there for as long as... Yeah, you can stay there. Yeah. So it's just fun little tricks like that that, mm-hmm. that makes it... I would recommend anybody going. Yeah. Kids to adults, you know, you can make it as dangerous as you want. And I also recommend getting a guide. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're, it's fun, and they help you get through some of the other rapids and and get through it safer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I have yet to see have a have a uh, a guide that was like overwhelming into my group. You know, sometimes it's a group that we want to do. I don't need you to like entertain us. You mm-hmm. know, and just get us down the river. But everybody everybody's fit in so well, mm-hmm. so it's nice to have. There's a bunch of good groups out there. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, so as, you know, thinking in terms of the uh, the bucket list, if you're um, not a big fan of, of the travel thing, you want to kind of retire and be comfortable, but still have that creative outlet, um, I think that your tastes are going to change throughout the years. And... Hookers and cocaine. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be that adventurous. <laughs> no, you're so right. I'm not that adventurous now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that, that you know, as, as times change, you get older and you get to a different stage in your life, you probably find some other things that you'd be interested in doing. I just want to get to a point where um, I've I've created an environment where I can't then uh, pivot and do other stuff. And I think that is the rut that I that I kind of find myself getting into. I want to find an opportunity to thin down the busyness so that I have yeah. the creativity. What you're talking about, getting in front of your pool. Having the pool is great. D- taking a dip in the pool and then being able to then do other stuff because you can. Right. And I, I think I want to do that. I don't want to be busy just being busy for right. the rest of my life. It's, if I can dare go back to the rafting, mm-hmm. go, riding the surf or whatever that's called that I was talking about, find that sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm paddling my butt off to find that sweet spot to where I could, the work is done. There's always going to be maintenance, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but the work is done. Now I could ride the sweet spot. Now I could start enjoying, remembering what I am about and, you know, have the time to be a little selfish, Mm -hmm. you know, because I know that everything that you and I have to do, we have to like shuffle in cards. We got to shuffle our card in to our busy day to make it happen. So I'm, I'm looking and maybe it'll never come, but you know, I shoot for it is that, you know, we'll have a lot of times, uh, a lot of free time to be able to, you know, achieve some of these or enjoy the things that we were we're working for yeah well and who knows what the future might bring you know with you know grandkids or you know new people in your life that you enjoy hanging out with you just yeah you just never know what direction things may go but i just i definitely think the busyness has got to go away yeah Uh, that's that's why i always want to build a place where you know, a place that's going to be there. My goal is, be, is to build a place that's going to be there for a long, 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 long time that can hold people to come and take a load off and relax. And, um, you know, that's because that, that way I could still hang out here yeah. and have all, have all the fun come to me. So 
I could enjoy everybody else's laughter and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just wanted I wanted this to be a place to host a wedding, even if I had to. Wow. You know, so it's nice. Not me. I get away from all that stuff. Hey, anything I could do to not have to work, <laughs> do it, just work around the house would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Uh, what do you say we close it up? Yep. Yeah. I got nothing else on my bucket list. Okay. <laughs> well, hey, unless you want to uh, circle back to abortion. Uh, no, I don't. All right. Very good. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, thanks again for watching the show and, uh, and, and listening. If you don't mind, tell a friend. We'd love to grow the audience a bit more. Uh, if you want to find more information about us, you can find it on our website at never2series.com. Reach out to us on social media at the NTS Podcast on Twitter, Getter, and Parlor. And until we see you next time, take care and be safe.